This is episode 156 of the Focused Mindset Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about what I think we can learn from all the time that we spend in our car. And I'm going to tell you some stories about the rides that I had in the car with my family. And then we're going to go over seven solution-focused questions that you can use as journal prompts or conversation starters. You can get all 35 of my solution-focused questions by hopping over to my website, and that is the free giveaway right now. All right, let's get into this episode. Welcome to the Focused Mindset Podcast. This is the one and only podcast where you can figure out how to sort out your life using the solution-focused approach. You may have heard about it in counseling, but guess what? You can have a mindset that's full of solutions rather than filled up with all of the problems that try and overwhelm us. I'm Cher Kretz. I am a solution-focused life coach and I'm a school counselor. Here, we discuss how you can be the best version of yourself in your home and with the people you love. Jump over to my website, thefocusedmindset.com to learn more about our products and services. How much time do you spend in your car? Well, if you're anything like me, you spend far too much time than you'd like to admit. And so many things happen in our vehicles and it's no longer just a place that we get from here to there. It ends up being a place where we make memories, good memories, bad memories, moments of our life. They happen in our car. We travel to work, home from work, to our practices. Sometimes I feel like I'm an Uber driver, but I've found that I treasure so many memories in the car. In our car, when my three girls were very little, we often listened to the IDK news. And who is the host of that news? Well, none other than my middle daughter, Cassidy. She was so creative. But you know, she would talk about things in, with such confidence and not always be clear on if it was true or not. Well, IDK, as you know, stands for I don't know. And I don't remember exactly how it developed, but Cassidy began talking about things that were happening. And we started joking that it was like the IDK news. And she started creating her own little TV show. Now, if we had YouTube channels for kids back then, she probably would have had one. But all she had was her little handheld phone that uh, we didn't even have, I don't know, the cloud or anything. It was just way back when we had the little phones that you could add a list of people to. And she started recording her IDK news. And the four of us, we would look forward to what in the world Cassidy would come up with for the IDK news. It would always sound something like this. Welcome to the IDK news, where I think we tell you the right thing. Brought to you by, and then she'd think of whatever restaurant she had just gone to, I don't know, McDonald's, where we do it, I don't even know the slogan, your way. And then she'd 
head on into the news. And what was the news? Whatever she was looking at at that time. She'd talk about the traffic that she was looking at outside. And she'd look outside and talk about the weather that she was seeing and predict if everyone should bring a jacket or if they might as well leave their sweater at home. It was fabulous. And before you know it, she started adding to a little a list of people that she would send it to on her telephone and the relatives would talk about it. And sometimes the sponsor would be my brother's band, Tango Kilo, or she would just call out a sponsor, a random relative that she knew was listening. It was so fun. It was just a great part of each one of our mornings. Such a creative spirit that she had. And honestly, my middle daughter always brings the joy And that was just one example of how she would just, she'd just go for it. The IDK news. Now, sadly, that little phone got stolen. And of course, we can say, well, things get stolen. But that precious little device had all of those memories in it. And what I wouldn't give to have that little phone back. No, there wasn't any backup. There just wasn't that kind of thing back then. But now it just holds true in our memory. For a long time, I thought we had completely lost all of those recordings. And then one day, my husband's father was at our house and he took out his old flip phone and he said, hey, look what I still have on here. And there was one of the old IDK newses. He opened it up and said, listen, and there was my daughter's little, probably fourth grade voice saying, welcome to the IDK news. Right away, we all took out our telephones and literally recorded it from his flip phone because his phone is so old, he can't even send it from that phone to ours. But it's precious. It's horrible quality, but it's amazing because our memories mean so much. When I was thinking about car rides and how important it is that we uh, treasure the times in our car rather than just let them pass by, that memory popped in my mind. Can you think of something special that happened in your car rides? Maybe a game you always used to play or a silly thing that might happen. Unfortunately, Many times when we think of our car rides, we think of the negative things that happened. But life is 50-50, and it's up to us which 50% we choose to focus on. I have to be honest with you. For a while, I've been going through a negative thing in my head when I think about the drive in the car. Why? Because many times I would have a fear of being late. I realized by reading a book, How We Love, that I've been reading recently, that a lot of that came from some things that happened in my childhood. My mom, God lover, would have so much good intentions, but she doesn't really have an internal clock. So many, many times we would end up showing up late to things. And I didn't really even learn the concept of how to be on time. And there was a lot of uh, anxiety in my heart around leaving. And that carrying into my adult life turned into a deep-rooted fear of being late that, I, that came out to my kids as stress. 
And I still deal with that today. In a recent conversation with my daughter, she was talking about how she has anxiety about leaving. And, uh, and I know that that's based around many of her uh, social anxiety that she deals with. But we had a conversation about how she also identifies that time of leaving as stressful because of some of the times when we left when things got stressful. How often did it happen? I don't know, but too often. The trouble was, is that because she had that talk with me and it made me so sad that I began to make that 50% larger and larger and larger. And it wasn't something I was doing consciously, but I was allowing it to happen. And finally, I don't remember what happened, but I, I remembered, what am I doing? I thought, if life is 50-50, what about the other moments? I had to think of the things I tell you, that we need to allow our mind to remember the 50% that's amazing, because if not, it will fade to the background, and it will be as if that, that 50% didn't happen. I thought of all the many things we listen to in the car and the radio programs and uh, the many prayers as they left their car. Well, that convicted me a lot because that negative space I was in was not meant for me to linger there. When we have memories of things that happened in our past that weren't so good, it's, doesn't, it's not meant for us just to push aside, pretend like they don't exist, but we need to acknowledge them, see if there's anything we need to do today about those things, uh, consider why they're popping in our mind, how it can make us a better version of ourselves today, and then allow our mind to also remember that other 50%. I've robbed myself of that for a while. Then this memory of the IDK news came flowing through my mind. And another memory of that same darn telephone that got stolen. My middle daughter, again, like I said, she was the joy of our car rides. She would document all of the talking of my youngest daughter. As she learned to talk, every single word, every single phrase, every new sentence, she documented it in her phone and talked about it. I wish so much I had that phone. It's long gone. But I want to think about that. And I want to remember, remember how, how it made me feel and how I would just sit and listen and smile on the way to work. And I want to remember all the many stories that I hear when I pick them up from whatever they're doing and they just begin to get in the babble. Have you ever been like that where the person you're with just starts talking? Happens a lot in the car, doesn't it? Today, I want to ask you to look for the moments when you're in the car that you can capitalize on in a positive way, that you can document them by journaling, that you can uh, talk about the joy that happened. Talk about the joy that you want to happen. Talk about the things that you appreciate and treasure. I know that for me, even uh, our long car rides have treasured memories all built around the music that we'd listen to. And it's just those type of things are things that we push in the background like they're just us going from here to there. 
but sometimes they're the main thing we need to remember. So turn on your memory today. Think about the things that maybe you've pushed to the side that you don't want to forget. That's fading and bring it up and talk about it. Talk about it with your loved ones. Laugh about it. It was so therapeutic for me. It doesn't do me any good to focus on the things that happened in the past that were stressful. And whether it happened too often or not, I can acknowledge it. It doesn't help me be any better today. The truth is I put a lot of provisions in place to make our car rides the most peaceful place ever today. My daughter uh, that we still drive back and forth from her to her schools and everywhere else, she doesn't even really know what it's like to have a stressful car ride because like I've said before, when you know better, you do better. It's important for us to remember the past so it can help our today be better and it will help us push into the future in a way that we can be proud in a way that we cannot beat ourselves up and know that, hey, when the negative happens, of course, because life is 50-50. We take the good, we take the bad, and that is what our life is made of. And as we move into talking about our journaling questions, because you know it's week three of going through seven solution-focused journaling questions, it's not only for journaling It's also for conversation starters. Why not ask some of these things in the car? Some of the deepest, most impactful conversations I've had with my husband have been in the car because when we question things that we don't normally question, it makes our mind think, it makes us ponder. And why not try some of these journaling questions in your next car ride? Of course, they're designed for us to write in our journal. So however you utilize these, remember that you can take an entire week and it will bring you through the GPS system that I like to teach for our solution-focused practice. G means you're gathering your information. You're gathering your hopes for your life. P stands for plan with a purpose. With that preferred future in mind, you're going to make some plans that ring true to you and your values. And S stands for soaring forward. So let's go over these solution-focused journaling questions. You can write them at the top of any blank journal and then just let your mind go. Just free write. Question one, what can I do instead of what I've done in the past? Question two, what evidence can I find that proves that I'm getting closer to my best hopes? Question three, if your next task was easy, what would you be doing? Question four, what difference does it make when I live by my values? Question five, What difference will it make when I focus on my transformation? Question six, when the boldest version of myself shows up, what am I doing? And question seven, what or who is helping me move forward towards my best hopes? Don't forget 
that my journal that I created just for you to build hope in your life, 30 Days to Higher Hopes, is available now on Amazon for way less money than you can get a meal anytime soon. You can pick up 30 Days to Higher Hopes and every step of the journal will help you grow closer to the hopes that you have in your heart and your dreams that now need to move into hopes and move into action. So jump over to Amazon. Just look up my author name, Cher Kretz, C-H-E-R-K-R-E-T-Z, or 30 Days to Higher Hopes, and you'll find it right there. It's time for me to get moving. And I know that you can put in practice very simple steps that can help you move closer to the person that you want to be. Acknowledge the things that you've done in your past. Don't dwell on the negative things, but acknowledge them. And then put your focus on the things that you're proud of that helps you remember the person that you want to be moving forward. And I'd like to hear how you are going to utilize your car trips to make them a highlight in your day. Feel free to get a hold of me by hopping to the website and looking under contact me. You can leave me a voicemail. You can leave me a quick email. My email is share at the focused mindset. So now it's time for us to go out and live solution focused. Before you go, don't forget to check the show notes where I'm going to leave the links to my social media and the different places you can find me. And I want to invite you to be a part of my email community. It's absolutely free. And this year I'm doing so much writing and so much reflecting, and I want to send things directly to you. I send the special notes to my email community and you can email me right back. You have a direct line to ask me questions without any barriers of a website or anything. Check the show notes for that link or go to thefocusedmindset.com. And if you click on getting the journal prompts, you also automatically are able to be a part of my community. And if you're interested in supporting this program, there's three ways to do it. One, make sure you're following this program so it comes up as one of your favorites. Two, share it either on your social media or with someone you love straight to their email. And the third is to leave a review. And I love reading those. By supporting this program, we're helping people be solution-focused. See you next week.